I'm Steve. Welcome along. We've got a few visitors here tonight at church. It's really good to have you. Uh, what we're doing, this, I'm only going to be talking for a couple of minutes now. Uh, we've been doing a series, uh, started a series last week on giving, getting a biblical understanding of why it is that we should uh, use our money uh, and other resources that God has given us generously. Uh, can I encourage you to open up your Bible? I'm only going to be talking for a couple of minutes, but I want to talk from the Bible and I want you to see from the Bible what I'm saying here today. Let's turn you to your Bible, uh, page 131. We're going to look at Deuteronomy chapter 8. You know, I think there are just two kinds of people in this world. I think there are people who uh, think that everything that they have came as a result of their own effort and their own hard work. And I think that there are another kind of people who realise that everything that they have has come from a God who has given them those things. Just two types of people. So which kind of person are you? Earlier this week I was um, reading this passage, Deuteronomy chapter 8, and it's one of my favourite passages of the Bible uh, because it's a passage where God speaks passionately to his people, uh, encouraging them to look back at the past and remember and look at the future and remember the things that he has promised. Remember the things that I've done for you and remember the things that I will do for you. It's a chapter that brings everything into perspective and shows us really who we are and also who God is. And it's a chapter that encourages us to remember uh, three things and I just want to go through those things very briefly with you. Firstly, God is encouraging his people to remember the past. And as he tells them to look at the past, he's saying, remember everything that I've done for you. And God's saying, look at me, you know, you're in slavery in Egypt, but I led you into the desert, away from your captors. Uh, You didn't have any food, I sent manna from heaven uh, to feed you. Yeah, you wandered around the desert for 40 years, but your clothes never wore out and your feet never swelled. God reminds them, look back at the past and see Wasn't I faithful to you? Didn't I always provide everything that you needed? The second thing that God wants the people to remember is the future. The future that God has promised these people. He's telling them, I am going to bring you into a good land. Uh, Take a look with me from verse 7. It says this, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with streams and pools of water, with springs flowing in the valleys and hills, a land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey, a land where bread will not be scarce and you will lack nothing, a land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. You know, these people, let's just get some context, these people have been wandering around in the desert for years Uh, This is a picture of paradise that God is saying, I am leading you to this paradise. Sure, you're in the desert right now, but we are going to a place that is going to be awesome. And, you know, the Egyptians, the the Israelites, God's people here, were captives of the Egyptians. Clearly, we're not captives of the Egyptians. We're living in Sydney today. But we were, were, were captives. We were slaves to sin and to the devil and to our sinful nature. And God has taken us out of that And he has pointed us to the future and he said, hey, this is where I'm taking you. And it's going to be a place better than you can possibly hope for or imagine. It is as amazing to us as it was to the Israelites then. 
God has given us a treasure kept in heaven for us that can never perish, spoil or fade. That is the future that God is pointing us to. And thirdly and finally, uh, this chapter is a big fat reminder that when life gets good, we've got to not forget about God. And that will always be our temptation. When we build our houses, when we get good jobs, when our stock portfolios increase, uh, not so much recently, but when things in life get good, do not forget the God who gave you those things. Take a look with me from verse 10. This is such a challenging little passage here. Uh, Just return to this during the week and just meditate on this passage. Verse 10. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble and to test you so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is today. You know, this passage is a passage we need to hear because in the abundance that God gives, on, gives to us, our first temptation is just to forget God and forget that it was in fact him who took us out of this desert, out of our slavery to sin and brought us to a place that we never imagined we'd be and promised us a future that we could never have imagined we would ever have. And that challenge is for us to never say that the things that we have, my power and my strength, uh, strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. Because they haven't. Not only did God give us the wealth that we have, he gave us the ability to produce the wealth that we have. And we are full of ability to produce wealth and to do good things in this world. And so the reminder to us is that God gives us everything that we have. Everything, every dollar in your bank account was given to you by God, entrusted to you. It wasn't yours, you didn't earn it, God gave it to you. And this is both a warning and an encouragement. The warning is clear. Don't go living your life like everything you have you achieved on your own because you didn't. But the encouragement is clear as well. That if God is the one who gives us everything, if he gives us everything, and then we decide to use our money and our time and our gifts generously for him and for his kingdom, can't he provide for us everything that we need? If we give to the work of the gospel here and overseas and use our time and money generously... Cannot God provide us with everything that we need for the future? God is a good and generous God. Let me pray. Father, our temptation is always to think that the work of our hands has brought about our wealth and everything that we have, but we have been reminded from your word today uh, that we were brought out of a slavery to sin and to the devil into a wonderful place, and you have promised us a future that is far beyond our imagination. Father, please teach us not to trust in the things of this world and in the work of our hands, but to remember that everything we have comes from you. And we pray that we might use these gifts, and especially our money, 
generously, uh, knowing that you have provided and you will always provide everything that we need. Amen.